Hi, it's Passion here from the Salt and Light blog. The Salt and Light blog is a Christian blog where we serve millennial women of faith, encouraging them to not grow weary on their walk with Christ. Today I'm doing things a little bit different since I run into some technical difficulties. I'm going to be sharing with you a clip of three ways to slay that giant. When I talk about giants, what am I talking about? The giants in our life can be heartbreak, depression, job loss, infertility, financial hardship. Those big things that it seems like we can't uh, conquer on our own. And honestly, God doesn't want us to conquer them on our, on our own. Um, also, when I think about giants, I think about one of my favorite biblical accounts, and that is the battle between David and Goliath. Um, this story inspires me to hope against hope. It shows us that even against all odds, God is still a giant slayer. To set the stage for us, I want to introduce you to the opponents, the first being David. Scriptures tells us that he was a young shepherd who was only at the battle out of obedience to his father. So he wasn't going there, you know, looking for a fight. Um, all he was supposed to do was deliver food. Um, he had with him a shepherd bag, no weapons. Um, I think a little bit, um, though, that we underestimate David. You know, he had been already anointed by God. He had been in the field um, wrestling with uh, lions and bears. So, I mean, he was with it low-key, but from the outside looking in, you wouldn't think that. On the other hand, Goliath, he was a nine-foot-tall excuse me, Philistine champion. Um, he grew up in the army fighting, so this was, you know... Something that he was used to doing. They're saying the coat that he wore weighed 125 pounds. That's about one of me, give or take. So he was with it, you know, and he was mocking God. Um, and it looked like from all appearances, Goliath would be the victor in this battle. But the God we serve is good. And if you know the end, then you know the underdog of the story. David defeated that nine-foot giant. And I'm going to share with you three ways you can defeat the giants in your life. Um, so the first question, the first thing you will do, I want to pose to you is what are you fighting for? David went into battle knowing that there was a reward for whoever could defeat Goliath. First um, Samuel 17 and 25, it's revealed that there is a reward for defeating the, the giant. The reward was that the king would give um, one of his daughters to be um, the person's wife. And also their family would be exempt from paying taxes. I mean, it's 20, almost 2020, and that sounds good to me even now. But, you know, that may not be your why. Your why may be, you know, for me, it's my son. It's for, you know, my future husband, leaving a legacy for my family, um, you know, glorifying God. So I think the first thing we need to do is determine our why. What are you fighting for? And start there. The second question I would ask is, whose battle is it anyway? You know, I often hear people say, you know, let go, let God. And my response used to be like, how? Like, like what does that even look like? When going through is hard to understand. Um, David understood and stated in seventeen thirty-seven. You know that the battle is is not mine. That God. The same God who had me wrestling those bears and lions, it's the same God that's going to allow me to defeat this giant. Like, he was not worried about it. There's something so freeing about releasing the battle to God. You know, I can't really describe it. It's like, you just know that you know that you know that, you know, God got you. 
Um, another passage of scripture that I stand on is Second Chronicles 20 and 15. And it says, do not be discouraged because of the vast army for the battle is not yours, but God's. And the third and final thing to do to defeat that giant is to remember these three words. You ready? Off with your head. Oh, that's four words. <laughs> but off with your head. Okay. This step is probably my favorite and it's because I know how effective it is. One thing I'm learning on my walk um, with Christ is that our words create worlds. One of my favorite uh, ministers, Dr. Alexis Mastin, she's on YouTube. You should check her out. She always says that, you know, our words create words. Now, David may have not been ready on the outside, but he quickly got ready. He went into battle with favor, anointing, and confidence. In First Samuel 17 and 46, he said, this day the Lord will hand you over to me. He was talking to the Goliath, y'all. He's like, I, like you know, I'm about, to, I'm about to get you. And he said, and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Later on in the same chapter, we learn that's exactly what he did. There are power. There is power in our words. Another scripture says that life and death are in the power of your tongue. So what are you saying about your situation? Are you always negative? You know, what life are you speaking into your situation? Um, so just to review really quickly, we went over three things. Um, the first was knowing your why. What are you fighting for? You know, um, what outcome do you want? The second is to remember whose battle it is. Whose battle is it anyway? Like, why are you um, so, you know, stressed and worried and concerned when the Bible clearly tells us not to do that? But God tells us he allows us to cast our burdens on him. And that's just something so freeing and loving about the God that we serve. You know, give it to God. The last thing is off with your head. Speak life into your situation. Know that God is with you. Know that you can do all things through Christ. Find you a couple of scriptures and stand on them. Um, I hope this was a blessing to you guys. I'm going to be trying to get that computer issue resolved soon. But if not, I'll still be around to um, to encourage you, to motivate you, to pray with you and for you. If you have any prayer requests, please feel free to email or DM me. Um, and I'll be talking to you soon. God bless you.